Hi there, my soulful neighbor. I just want to go ahead and introduce you to Hello, I'm Falling Out of My Body. This is a podcast essentially involving all aspects of spirituality, spiritual upliftment, and self-awareness. What we want to do is get to know you. We want to really get to know you. Get, get inside that mind, body, and soul. Okay, not the body, but the mind and the soul to help you progress in your body (laughs) all right so what we want to do is help you transform your life become aware of perspectives help you understand what you're going through in the spiritual awakening okay not feel so alienated in a world that seems designated to put you in a celestial crater okay is your skin so tight that it can't cover your et foundation anymore are you an extraterrestrial inside of that skin okay so we're getting into it okay today's episode is called it's not fair but that's the mask you're supposed to wear okay today we're gonna cover a lot okay a lot a lot an immense amount of societal conditioning and social pressures and what it does to you and your conscious so let's just go ahead and dive into it you know um have you ever felt like basically you were shoved in a sardine can and just told like Hey, you're just like the other fish, but no matter how tightly packed you are in a tin, you just can't fit in. Well, that's what we're going to be learning. That's what we're going to be going through today, okay? Um, We don't got to learn it because you've already earned it, right? (laughs) You've already been this. You've already been through this experience in life. And if you're still hanging on, well, then you definitely have been through this experience in life, okay? We are talking about societal conditioning and societal pressure and social situations, okay? The the expectation to be so unique right you got to be unique but not too new too unique right you can't be too unique where you're just an oddball as freaking albert einstein and you just just you ain't welcome here <laughs> you just ain't welcome here right um or you're just not unique enough okay the pressure is real okay the pressure to feel is real but if you feel too much you know you got to reel it in so basically what social conditioning has told us is that you know you got to be unique, okay? Uh, But, you know, there's a problem if you're not unique enough, okay? You got to be strong, but you can't be too buff, okay? You you can't be quite a psychopath, but if you're emotionally intelligent and sensitive, well, you're just too much fluff. That's essentially what it is. Every single thing in this matrix continues to be backwards. Everything that we experience in life, we have to unlearn because we come in resonating as our most authentic selves. And that through all this conditioning, through all these experiences that tell us we're not enough, or these experiences to cater to other people, um, it, it really disintegrates how we truly are in the spiritual existence, right? Because this is all a spiritual existence. This is all a spiritual experience, right? I'm in a human body and form right now, but for lifetimes have been the same soul. And and that's what we're trying to attune to. That's what we spend our life attuned to. And so many people go through like midlife crisis, right? They, they head through all their lives and then in the middle of their life, they're like slapped in the face with a ton of bricks and they're like, whoa, why am I not feeling okay inside? Well, maybe because a lot of us have carried trauma and have not had the time to sit down and say, huh, what's this feeling? Maybe I need intense therapy and healing, you know? (laughs) That's why we have to start promoting authenticity. Authenticity in all forms, like ethically and morally in tune, of course, you know? We just, we're not out here saying, you know, hey, um, go set cats on fire. No, we're not. We're we're essentially saying, go be you um, and do what you do as long as it's not causing a complication or a problem with anybody else actually, you know, 
ethically and morally, you know? So with this, with this disconnect with our most authentic selves, right? There's so much discontentment here in appearing here for the fear that you don't want to get rejected or neglected, right? We, uh, we tend to go through that in our daily life that we don't want to get rejected or neglected, okay? So we're so used to, through these conditionings, as we bring it back to growing up, pleasing other people okay right we become out of tune of our own emotions and responsible for others and then if we are thinking about ourselves it's selfish as long as it's selfless you know (laughs) then it's not selfish but it's like dang you know we gotta get a grip on ourselves and unfortunately it's not until latter parts of our lives that we are recognized with the discontent within our system, the irritation to be so pushed off of our you know, our own navigation system, our intuition that we don't even know who we are anymore, right? I, we, we're here listening to a podcast called Help Me. I'm falling out of my body. <laughs> That's the wake-up call. That's a wake-up call, right? We're so used to pleasing, engaging our sense of well-being and the emotions and acceptance and approval of others that it disconnects us from our intuition. It just creates low self-esteem. It significantly reduces our self-worth, right? Like at this point, we're like, what is what is value, right? Monetary, physical effort, what I can contribute right? It's just, it's kids coming into the world. Kids are our greatest teacher. They really truly are our greatest teacher because kids don't come into this world like, hey, um, you know, how can I be useful? Uh, that's the only thing that will make me matter in this world. <laughs> kids are like, yeah, I'm me. <laughs> you like it? How's this doing for you? Is this doing it for you? How, is this doing it for you now? And it, there's something so beautiful and majestic about that because that is pure authenticity encapsulated until we tell them, yo, you're a freak. What? I'm a geek? No, you're a freak and a geek. You know, everything you like, you know, you should release it. <laughs> Create these energetic leaks. And they're like, uh, okay. Well, what happens if I don't do that? And they're like, well, there's something wrong with you. You got a problem. Everybody's got to care. You got to brush your hair before you go outside. Where's your mask, right? It's so ridiculous uh, how we formulate seven different personalities in so- social interaction, right? You know, they call it two-faced, but really, everybody's got about like seven different masks that you're walking around. Not, it's just not everybody, okay? You know, the average person, uh, <laughs> I would say. Uh, you, not everybody, just the average person. No, um, we generally go through life, you know, learning these things, okay? You learn to put down the mask, or, or you came in here already knowing and being attuned to that I'm not going to learn uh, to put on different masks. It doesn't feel good, right? That's not my face. It's not my face. So you're going through life and, and sometimes it can feel like a freaking parade. It really truly can. But instead of just costumes and floats, you get like masks and the baggage of disintegrated hope and like shirts every day. You have a new one for each day in each social event and you walk around and you parade around and you create a little fashion show to yourself, right? Even the alarms are going off. My alarms are going off in my spirit, my soul. And now my alarms are going off in my house. (laughs) 
So what I'm trying to get here is that, you know, think about it in that way, right? Masks, right? You get one. You get one for your family. You get one for your classmates. You get one for your coworkers. You get neighborhood uh, masks, you know, your friendly neighborhood uh, Spider-Man mask. You got you got all that, you know, your incognito uh, anonymous ma- Catch you on a nice day. The lady ringing you up at the store might just get one of those charitable donation masks. Or if she's in traffic, she might just catch that courteous with a middle finger mask. What it boils down to, again, is that rejection equals neglection, right? And, and neglection equals no safety and protection. And that's that's what we strive for as human beings. That's truly what we strive for as human beings is, is to feel safe and secure within ourselves and to associate it outwardly, right? Because if we think about it on a conscious level, right? Consciousness. It's uh, various, various resonances, okay? Uniting as one, right? It's, it's similar to a symphony. There's all different notes, but the entirety of it creates a symphony. It creates, um, it creates this harmonization and eventually a song. Well, that's what that's what I like to perceive the universe as, kind of. Uh, well, the universe is process, but we'll get into that later. Basically, you know, if you look at everything, right? Cells in a body, okay? They, they compile into one, and, and it creates our whole body, and, and our whole body is is creating this human and right and there's multiple humans who create a community right a uh, family first then a community right and then you create a society and then you create a world and then you create so on so forth you get what i'm saying everything in an expansion shows that smaller level of unity connection right the multiple parts bringing into one whole and that's that's why we desire it because as a consciousness in an energetic form and resonance we're all unified we're one there's a oneness there's a wholeness and we came here in these encapsulments of this human avatar okay in this lifetime our human avatar right um we came here to experience independence but in a sake of perspective empowerment and also creation co-creation and how we can connect back to that unity that consciousness right um if you're into synchronicities 202 for confirmation right that's what we desire okay we desire this uh, we desire but we don't realize going through life because like you said right if you think about yourself then that's selfish but it's all good to be selfless right it's good to not think about yourself that's great that's a great trait and then when you are selfish you're thinking about yourself and that, that's already something that has created you know this dynamic of resentment of, of dislike that's not a good desirable trait to be selfish right and of course for for convenience sake we're gonna say you know there are selfish acts in this episode we're referring it to um thinking about yourself okay thinking about yourself and, and considering yourself and your boundaries and a lot of people People who who are pulling energy from you consider your acts as selfish, right? Because you're no longer being selfless. You're no longer throwing yourself and self-sacrificing and going through these dynamics that you've learned as a child in life to survive. It's the difference is that we've learned this to survive because once again we're going back. We're going back. We're going to be going back multiple times to this. Reject equals neglect equals no um, field. Uh, to be protected by, right? To be protected by, okay? That was a stretch, but still. <laughs> so what we don't realize growing up because we were tuned with this and then thrown off the pattern completely, thrown off the ship and told, no, no, you swim with your legs. <laughs> and we're like, what? I, I really feel like my legs and my arms. No, no, you will swim with your legs. 
just your legs. And we're like, I really feel like this is doing, you're swimming with just your legs. You're not getting back on the ship, right? <laughs> you don't want to be rejected, neglected, and then you won't be protected. Uh, so we learn to swim with just our legs, right? But we don't realize that we can give this to ourselves, right? We can, we can, can we can find the safety within ourselves. We don't have to choose this. We can choose an island to float off to. We can create our own flotation device. All we got to do is rotate to our back. We don't understand that because we've been so disconnected that we are everything that we need and more. We can give this to ourselves. We, we are inviting perspectives of cynicism into our optimism, right? Like we share these things. Like you ever felt, you ever felt discontent in your relationships where you just love everyone around you and you're willing to just give them what they need, give them what you're willing to give and hoping that you receive, right? But you don't realize like, man, um, maybe this is a red flag that I can't tell my best friend, my cousin, my, you know, business partner that I have this great idea that I like to go towards, you know, whether this be in my personal life or my career or whatever it is. If you have a feeling that your idea, that your experience isn't safe with others, it's usually because you are not in a space where it could be considered a sacred place, right? Uh, where you can fully flourish, which means if you don't think you can fully flourish in this environment, okay, being adaptable, very wonderful trait. But the difference is that having to adapt to a harsh environment just to continue on to an attempt to thrive, that's that's what we have to reassess. That's the red flag. The red flag is that if you do not feel safe to share your projects, your creations, your desires for your life, you are not being fully authentic. And if you're not being fully authentic, well, darn, why are we here? Why are we here? Uh, okay, why are we inviting the perspectives of cynicism into our optimism? In other words, you wouldn't invite a pyromaniac to fire control. You ever see Smokey the Bear being like, let's not start forest fighters. And you got a, a crowd full of pyros there saying, why not burn the world? <laughs> I, you got a match? I sure do. <laughs> no, you, you don't invite those parties because you're, you're not going to get the interaction which you need. You're going to get a stifling. You're going to get outrage. You're going to get resistance. And what is something that you need to learn about water, right? Water is something that flows. When you flow, you go. You let go and allow yourself to receive everything that the element of water brings to you in a metaphysical sense, in a spiritual sense, in a physical sense. Okay, rejuvenation, healing, uh, memory, okay, intuition, connection with your fluidity, your ability to adapt, okay, water concepts, okay. The difference is that when you flow and let go, that's where you're allowed to express yourself in, in your most authentic expression. That's where you feel in your zone, right? It's, you feel in your zone and you're able to empty out um, what you want to create for the betterment of yourself, your life, as well as others, right? Why would we invite other people who are going to create blockades and dams to our flow? right? You just floating on down the lazy river and they're building a dam and you can't go past, but you're trying to make it to the closest opening. <laughs> You'd be received by 
a bigger source of water and eventually the ocean <laughs> you know that's that's essentially what your journey is here is like you, you you're floating down a spring and the spring turns into a creek and the creek leads into a pond and then it continues draining down maybe movement flowing further down leaks into a river and a river leaks down into outputs and bays and eventually the ocean so if you have people consistently building dams to your water source, your flow, your energy, that, that sh- that's got to go. We can't have that here. Okay, we, we, need, we need to start transforming our lives. And that begins when you realize that when you stay hyper-focused on what serves you, you will gain people and places and things and opportunities that deserve you, right? That's when you start stepping into co-creating with spirit, with the universe, with God, with your higher self and start enjoying life instead of feeling like you're being held captive by it, okay? Start creating your reality. Start, start going with what you desire, that intuition, what burns and yearns within you to be expressed. Release it, release it because everything that you need and more. Remember, you are the flotation device. You are the flotation device. You, you don't need other people to validate you and your desires, okay? You will acquire everything that you desire if you stay steadfast within your own system. If you stay steadfast in, in your own ability to adapt to circumstances and create sacred safe places and to release all the faces that you're just being met with mace and disgrace, <laughs> right? You don't need rejected and in, in being treated like you're some type of criminal for investing within yourself. When you start inviting circumstances, when you start inviting ideas and being hyper-focused and designating groups to the activities that you want to create, the creations that you want to create. You want to start being mindful of who you are inviting and letting in on your blessings and letting in on your passions and in, in creating spaces for others to hold that magnificence that is held within you. Well, that's that's when your life starts turning around. So in other words, you don't invite a pyromaniac to fire control, right? Smoke the bear. Smoke the bear says leave it there. <laughs> you don't want to be talking to the wrong group of people and, and start burning bushes and fires, start burning down cities in the world and everything as you know it now. We want to transform our life. We want to transform our life and we want to transform our life by realizing that this is when we stay hyper-focused on what serves me, Right? When we start thinking about who and what and where and we want to be in in five to ten years and start thinking of everything that aligns with that. You have to be mindful of who you choose to be in your environment, right? Just like the environment you grew up with as a kid. You grew up with this as a kid, an environment that that almost required you to conform, okay? Almost required you to conform to continue, We don't want to conform to continue when we know that within ourselves, truly, we can just express that inner child as it is. We can be authentic and have that presence in every ounce of our existence. All we got to do is change the environment we are in. 
We get to change the environment we are in by choosing the people, by choosing the thoughts, by choosing the things that you consume, the music, the lyrics, the food, the the shows, the the things, the tasks, the habits, the behaviors that you choose to surround your environment, your life with every single day. We can choose to hyper focus on what we truly want. We can choose to share the things that we want with the people that are going to be aligned with it, right? The creators with the creators, the optimists with the optimists, right? The health and spiritual conscious with the health and the spiritual conscious, right? The hopeful with the hopeful. And once you start to do this, you'll transform the entirety of your life because you have started to realize that if I hyper-focus on what serves me, I'll gain people and places and things and opportunities that deserve me. If you didn't catch the first time, I'm going to say it again, right? When you begin to realize, well, if I stay hyper-focused on what serves me, I'll gain people and places, things and opportunities that deserve me. That's the gem. That's the gem you need to catch. You're a jeweler. Assess the value on that. It's about the same as your soul, though. I'm not going to lie. Your soul is infinite in value, innate in value, and you have nothing to contribute that will take that away. You don't got to be more successful. You, you don't have to tell me about your creations. You gonna you don't have to tell me about your achievements. You don't have to tell me about what you're proud of or what your mom or your brother or your cousin is going to be proud of. You don't got to tell me what your boss wants to hear to connect you to a occupation in which you will thrive. No, you don't got to tell me that. Your innate value is everything that you were born here. The resonance of unconditional love and peace and creativity, harmony, your quirkiness, your wittiness. That's what I want you to step into. Heck, that's what you want to step into. When you step into co-creating with spirit, with the universe, with God, with your higher self, and you start enjoying life instead of being held captive by it, that's what leads you to your manifestations. That's what leads you to your ultimate fulfillment. Which leads us into our next episode. Not to chase, but to attract. What I want wants me back. Can you hear the ring of that? Not to chase, but attract. What I want wants me back. You ever send that in a text message? <laughs> you ever send that out to the universe? Ah, maybe not in a while. Maybe yesterday. Maybe maybe just a moment ago. That's how you were led with this message, right? Signs and synchronicities. And what you have been attracting is transformation. I do not doubt whatsoever that you are going to achieve that. You're going to excel in that. I'll see you next time, guys.